Hello and welcome to the show. I have a very special announcement today and I wanted to share that with you because next week is going to look very different here. You will see different artwork, different music, a different intro and outro, and even a different name of this podcast. So uh, at the moment, as we know, it's called Business Arts and All That Jazz, but with a little bit of a drum roll, please, brrr, next week it will be called Studio Biz and All That Jazz. So that's Studio Biz and All That Jazz. Nothing changes except the name, the vision the artwork and a little bit of the, you know, the music, the intro and all that jazz because I have reimagined what my business and what my message is going to look like moving forward. And I thought the best way to do that would be to start here with the podcast because when I first started Business Arts and All That Jazz um, in its original form, it was very much about me coaching creative businesses in general. And though I can do that and have serviced that over the years, um, what I know to be true is that I'm most passionate about helping performing arts studio owners and performing arts businesses who have a vision for programming, productions, classes, and all that jazz, uh, is to really have that thriving business. And I want to help studio owners specifically and, and specializing in that area to grow their business and to thrive into the future. And really, that's what I've been doing. So over the last 18 months, I've very much specialized and niched down into uh, creating those services for studio owners. Uh, however, I felt that the messaging of this podcast probably was a bit vague. Uh, and, and, you know, and this is evolution. This is evolution, everyone. So what today's episode is about is reimagining your business and how to do that because it takes a little bit of bravery and it does take a bit of effort. But what I know is that it is so important because if you've got a niggling thought in your mind that, you know, maybe you're not 100% happy with the name of your studio the name of your brand. Maybe you don't love the colors. Maybe you don't love the message. Maybe you're sick of offering ballet and you just want to be a tap studio, like whatever. And you know that it's time to reimagine the vision for your business and reimagine your branding. Then I think, you know, take a moment to step back and think. And, and that's what I've done. And I'm going to share that with you and, and why I've done it and what, what I'm doing exactly. Because it's not just about the podcast, by the way. There's a lot more happening uh, as I went down this path. But oh my goodness, um, yes, next week you will see a new name called Studio Biz and all that jazz here in this space. So for the last time today, here is the intro that you know and you will get to know a new one soon. But here's the one you know. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lancuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. 
I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Welcome back, everyone, to what will next week be called Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'm your host, Josephine Lane-Cuba, and I am a performing arts business coach. I'm a speaker, a talent manager, and your mentor. And I am so happy that you are here with me What with what is about to become my 100th episode next week. I can't even believe it. Like, I'm dedicated to this process. I've never missed a week. I'm just trying to think, have I ever missed a week? I don't believe I actually have. Uh, we took a couple of weeks break holidays during, you know, the Christmas January period, but that was an intentional break. So really I've just been here <laughs> doing this forever and I love it. I love it so much because the amount of people that I get to reach and connect, you know, we've got thousands of people listening to this show. We've had thousands of downloads and it's just phenomenal. What I know though, is that, uh, for whatever reason, I ask people to rate and review me, but they don't. So I would love you to actually do that. So if you love this show, please just take a second, rate the show and review it. Uh, it really does help. Uh, so I've heard because, um, you know, apparently it can really help grow the listenership and have people, um, you know, be reached and, and, and have the show popped in their ears, which is really great because it means that it will continue to grow and evolve. And that's what it's all about. And that's what today is about. Today is about reimagining your studio business, reimagining the vision for your business and your life because the business should be complementing your life. This is about creating a life and business by design, not by default. And what I find, and I did this too, was for many years, I fell into the trap of having the business run me and not me run the business. So I did all the things I thought I should do. Even when I started my coaching journey, you know, I I coach one-on-one. I also have uh, programs and courses specifically for studio owners. And I have a membership program, which currently was a back-end membership for people who graduated my course, Talent Manager Bootcamp. But um, later this year, I'm going to be opening it up to become a front-end membership. I'm really excited about this, actually. So this is all, again, I'm going to be running on different tangents today because I am in a creative space right now. And you must listen to your creative self when it comes a calling. Okay. So let me take you a few steps back, actually. Okay. Take a breath, Joe. I'm really excited. Can you tell? <laughs> okay. So what happened was a while back, 
I actually did a masterclass online um, and me as the uh, student and someone else as the mentor. And they talked about scheduling time into your day, your week or your month, but no less than weekly is, is really um, is recommended. Scheduling time in your week for thinking time literally doing nothing but thinking. Now, I've known this to be a method that people use in the past and I've tried it before, but it never really stuck. But then I decided I must do this. I must schedule thinking time. So I do. So every Friday I say I'm going to think, but now because I'm I'm scheduling thinking time and even if it's just 30 minutes, an hour, it could be a morning walk. So it could be, I'm going to go for my daily walk today, but I'm not going to put any, you know, I'm not going to put a podcast in my ears or I'm not going to listen to Audible. I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to literally be with nature, listen to my thoughts and think. It can be in the shower. It can be a bath. It doesn't have to be sitting down meditating going, that's not what I'm talking about. It's just thinking time. The key to thinking time though, for me personally, is not to then do it. So I can't then go, oh my God, register that thing, that idea and do the bits. No, no, we must sit within the thinking time and allow the thoughts to come through. I'll definitely take a note or two because I don't want that thought to fly away and pass. So once a beautiful thought comes, I'll write it down. And then you can turn it into a journaling practice as well. But weekly thinking time is where it's at. And the more you think, the more creative you are, the more space you create for thinking. It is beautiful. And now I can't stop. So now I felt like I was maybe in a bit of a creative plateau, which is fine. That happens. Um, But now I'm just like, because I've actually put aside time to think, I can't stop thinking. And I'm loving it. I got to be honest. So if you haven't thought about doing that before, that's number one. I would definitely recommend that. Now, what has been the evolution for me? Well, firstly, I'd like to say I initially, well, I initially started thinking about the podcast message because I knew that when I designed and created it a hundred years ago, (laughs) well, actually nearly a hundred episodes ago to be, to be realistic, um, to be more accurate rather, that I had uh, done it with a different intention than it is today. And that's because my coaching business and my clients and the people I serve has really been quite defined into the performing arts specifically and, and specialising with studio ownership and also I specialise in talent management as well. So I provide those different types of services as well. Now, what happened was I just kept everything as it was because there was a bit of effort involved. Let's be honest. I have to find new music, register a new name, think of a new name, register the new name, change the artwork, let everyone know about it, all that sort of thing. And that's an effort. But it's not a huge effort when you're feeling the love for the creativity, hence having space to think and create. So now I'm quite energetically pulled towards the change and coming up to this 100th episode, I thought I just can't not do it. So um, my brand colours for my personal coaching business have really evolved too. They did in my studio as well. When I first started, I had, and it's, and colour is just a symbol, okay? It's not, 
it doesn't matter what color your brand is. It's not about that. It's just symbolic of how you feel and making sure that you are aligned with your branding. So when I first started my, my first studio, it was um, next move, but it was more um, dance fitness and serving gyms and stuff like that and programming in schools. And I remember the branding was very much, it was green and purple. And then it evolved to next move studios, which became red and white. And so that was my brand. It was red and white, very different to the green and purple. And then it evolved to become musical makers club and next move studios became the agency the in-house talent agency. So Musical Makers Club, which is blue, white, and black. So, you know, I've really had an evolution in my studio life, you know, in that studio business over the last decade. But when it came to my coaching business, I started, and and I use colour as an example. It's not just about colour. It's about brand messaging Um, And again, that alignment and being aligned to the message you're sending out and who you serve, knowing who you serve and following that path in everything you do through your marketing messaging, uh, through design. It's all a part of it, right? And I felt that I'd finally gotten there with uh, the Musical Makers Club brand. I felt good, confident. It was an evolution over the years, but I feel like we made it to a place that is aligned with me and just, I really love the brand. I love it. And I'm really proud of it. Okay. Then with my coaching, I felt like it had to go through that same evolution. Josephine Lancuba, the the person. And by the way, just because you run a studio business doesn't mean that you as a personal brand, well, that you don't have one. You are a brand yourself. Your personal branding is a very big part of your messaging. And so, especially in today's market where people want to feel more connected than ever, they want to feel like they know the person and the face behind the business. So, just remember that, okay? Don't think that because you run a studio or you teach some classes that your personal brand doesn't mean anything because it absolutely does. And in today's market, you would be doing yourself a benefit to, you'd be doing yourself a favor rather to um, invest a little bit in your personal branding. And that can be through photos. Speaking of which, I recently did a personal brand photo shoot, which I'm really excited about again, because I wanted to have an aligned message in the imagery that I share with people online. And of course, I'll have organic images. I don't care. I rock up, you know, with no makeup on doing live videos on social media, because that to me is aligned to my authenticity message, which is I just, you know, I don't need to be perfect. I'm here and I'm representing myself as I am today. Uh, Yes, of course, I believe in, you know, dressing decently and and looking decently um, when you present yourself to public. That's just a performer's nature, isn't it? But I'm not really a makeup person per se. So I really um, make that a point. I even said that to the makeup artist for the brand photo shoot. I said, do not, I don't want red lips. I don't want heavy makeup. I want to look natural. I want to feel like me. That was a really important part of everything I did. So, you know, Everything you do has to align to who you are in that brand message. But moving forward, um, I, I then started to shift and change in my branding for my 
for myself, Josephine Lane Cuber, the coach and mentor and speaker. So, you know, when I first launched that, it was very much about greens and things like that. And again, I liked green, didn't know what color to choose, chose green. That's how it kind of goes sometimes. Sometimes that's as it, that's the thought process. But as it evolved, I loved the combination of teals and purples and that, you know, purple being the color of royalty and ambition and teal bringing me back to earth. And, and I love that. So I, I loved that combination. It felt really good. It felt beautiful. It felt powerful. It felt just aligned with me and who I am today. And so now I'm obsessed with purple <laughs> and I needed that to be my branding. So I changed it. And you'll see those colors starting to emerge across my social media, um, across my personal branding photo shoot. You'll see those colors emerging in the podcast imagery next week. And again, it's about a, it's about reimagining the vision for my business and brand visually. But really the visual is a reflection of who I am inside. And that is what I wanted to share with you. Now I've got coaching clients that hate the name of their studio, but are afraid to change it because there are things involved. Yes, of course, there's effort, no doubt. There's also the time and the management of doing the shift and change, but there is a cost that can be associated to changing a brand. Like if everyone's got a uniform, I can understand why you would be scared to change the name because then you're like, oh my goodness, everybody's got the t-shirts, we've got the logo, we've trademarked, we've got the sign on the door. No doubt it is an intentional effort and shift and it's a process. But if it's one that you must do for your own self, then I would say have a plan to roll it out if you want to do that because you must be aligned with it. And so it's not a tomorrow job. No, it's not. Maybe this is a 12-month transition. You know, there are, there are people that will transition into a new uniform, for example, but they'll let their old clients wear the old uniform, you know, for a period of time. It could be six months. It could be even 12 months, you know. But allowing that process of transition is okay. It doesn't have to be tomorrow, but I do get it. Because even just on a podcast, I mean, which compared to a studio rebrand is nothing. And I know I've done a studio rebrand. I know what that what's involved in that. Um, when I went from Next Move to then Next Move Studios, that wasn't as big of an adjustment as when I went from Next Move Studios to Musical Makers Club because we already had an established uniform. We had an established brand. We had everything, registered business names, account, bank accounts. You know, I went from kids wearing red leotards to uh, T-shirts with blue logos. Like it was an adjustment. I get it. I really do. Um, and that process and that transition from becoming the studio A to studio B probably took, I'd say a few months, a couple of months of planning, but then I did the rollout over the holidays. So when they came into the new year, it was the new brand. But again, I didn't, I didn't force some, some kids were still wearing some old uniform. I didn't force the change 
immediately. I let people like transition over a couple of months because I didn't want them to feel like they'd purchased something. And, you know, it was a bit, a bit tricky in that sense, but you know, I had to open up new bank accounts and all of that sort of thing. But again, I had a couple of months of planning. So I would get, I got together a checklist and I thought, right, what, what do I actually need to do to rebrand and reimagine this vision for my studio? And then I just went ahead and did it. Now, again, coming back to the theme of this, I'm going to share with you something really special. Now, the special thing I'm going to share with you is that up until now, and I kind of touched on it in the intro and then I thought, oh, I'm speaking too many words. So I, I stopped and I started the be- from the beginning of the story. <laughs> but the special thing I want to share with you is that I am opening up a front-end membership where studio owners can come and grow and learn together in a, in a membership space. And I currently run this now, but it's, it's a back end membership. Now to explain what that means up until now, people have, uh, taken part in one of my courses, which I launch a couple of times a year. And when they graduate from that course, or basically we get to the end of that course, they have the opportunity to join me in an ongoing membership online where they get resources, monthly masterclasses, accountability calls, things like that. And in that membership, which we've, which has been called Talent Squad up to date, um, I've got a beautiful group of studio owners that are in there and it's been really lovely. It's been a great supportive um, group and, yeah, I'm just really enjoying that and, and they're getting a lot of value and it's been great up until now. And I want to continue to evolve that vision. So it's been back end because you had to do a course with me to get into the membership. That's how it went. That was my back end membership. But I'm turning that into a front end membership. So it will now be accessible to the public. There will be some um, classes and programs and offers within the membership that are only available to those that graduate a particular course. Like, for example, if you've done Talent Manager Bootcamp, you will get some pre-recorded video lessons, um, you know, given to you if you're a member ongoing in what is now going to be called Studio Biz Success. Studio Biz Success. I'm so excited for this membership that I'm I'm going to be bringing to you. Now, for everyone uh, that was in Talent Squad, don't don't worry. I'm speaking to you in the private groups. I'm sending you correspondence. Nothing changes for you. You just get extra value, okay? And there'll be new friends joining the group soon in the coming months. But Studio Biz Success and like it is really designed for the studio owner who wants to have success in their business. And success to me is defined not as a destination but as a journey of accomplishments, We're kicking goals along the way and each person's success story is different. You know, just because someone has a goal to be a million dollar studio, someone else might have a goal to pay themselves a wage. And whatever your success looks like is totally fine and totally amazing. And I want that success for you. And that's what Studio Biz Success is about. So I'm going to be rolling that out really, really soon. So again, this is about the evolution. And just to go back to that back end thing. So 
just so you know, anyone that graduates from my course, Talent Manager Bootcamp, there are some extra bonus lessons that you get as you're a member of Studio Biz Success. And the only reason I've done those bonus extras for those people only is because I don't want to overwhelm people coming in that haven't done a particular course in a topic area that is quite niche, like talent management. I don't want those people to feel overwhelmed or not really understand content. So that's why that specific side of it is just for the graduates in the course. But to be really super clear, Studio Biz Success is not about talent management. It's about studio ownership as a whole how to really leverage off the community you're building that you've built and create more space for the work that matters to you to increase your revenue to attract more students to retain your students to build a legacy of a studio that you're proud of, uh, one that you are happy to be a part of, one that doesn't overwhelm you or boggle your mind, one that you're, you can have a sense of calm and pride in. So that's, that's what it's about. It's really about that growth mindset and having that happiness in the space and, and just knowing that success again is not that destination, but a journey of achievements because we know that success looks so different to everyone and there's nothing wrong with that. That's the beauty of success. And I think far, for too long, for far too long, people have taken on board what success looks like for somebody else and not for themselves. So to me, success is about building a community it is about supporting my family financially. It is about having a strong connection to the message that I send to the world and being a part of something bigger than myself. I want to create something bigger than myself so that I'm impacting other people's lives positively so that they can also impact other people's lives and have a flow on effect. Really, yeah, I think success to me is about building beautiful, connected community. And again, financially, yes, I do want to have financial stability for my family and, and make sure that I'm supporting them and, and a part of that as well. Set a great example for my children. I also do think success to me is about having time to spend with my loved ones. There comes a time where you have to work hard, but I want to play hard too. You know, I... I I love travel, so I feel that since I had my kids, travel was off the cards for a really long time. COVID happened, and then it just all fell to the wayside, which is why we, you know, my family, we booked our trip to Japan for next year, and I'm excited to get back up and running uh, with seeing the world and showing the world to my family. To me, booking that holiday to Japan is a form of success. It's an achievement along my journey and it feels successful to be privileged enough to have the funds, to have the time and the family to, to be able to do that holiday with, you know? So yeah, I'm just excited and I'm here for it. And yes, so welcome to the new space of Josephine Langcuba. What can you expect to see next week? Just a reminder, this podcast will no longer be called Business Arts and All That Jazz. It will be called 
uh, studio biz and all that jazz. Uh, my back-end membership talent squad is soon going to become a front-end membership called Studio Biz Success, and you're invited. Keep an eye on my socials for that one at Josephine Lancuba. You can find me on Instagram, and you can also find me my public Facebook page, which is Josephine Lancuba Performing Arts Business Coach. So you can definitely find me there. And you'll also see some fresh images online from my new brand photo shoot, which I recommend you do for you and your team. Uh, definitely it's time to get some photos for yourself and, and freshen up and showcase who you are online, in your newsletters, on your website, everywhere you can. And yeah, show the true you and also celebrate the team as well and showcase you guys as a unified front with good imagery. It makes a difference. It makes an impact. Um, now I have my conference coming up on September the 8th, 2023, Friday, September the 8th in Sydney. And I've got some beautiful studio owners that are already coming along. I'd love you to be there too. We have the amazing guest speaker, Danny Nix, who will be talking about the power of personal brand. And she's going to talk about that as well. That's one of the topics there at Studio Innovation Conference. I'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, that's it. We're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to rock and roll into 2023, the end of 2023, and into 2024 as we reimagine our vision for our business and our lives. I want that for you. Don't forget, write down your ideas, start thinking about what you truly want, what you dream of, what's your dream list. There are no limits. Write it down, okay? Just trust yourself, follow your intuition, you know, schedule some thinking time in your week, daily if you can, or weekly. Once you start doing that, the sky's the limit because your creativity will thrive. I'm not saying burn the house down and throw out everything you've created. What I'm saying is if you feel an urge or a nudge for change, you have the power to make that change. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Obviously, this is a strategic move. I, again, I'm not telling you to burn the house down and start again. I'm, I'm asking you to listen to your inner voice that tells you what you truly want what your vision is, because it's there if you're willing to listen. It is truly there. And I have found again that calling, that passion, and I'm knowing now that I am realigning to what my inner voice is telling me. And this sounds a little woo-woo, I know, but believe me, it feels great. And you got to trust yourself sometimes. Yes, there's planning involved. Yes, it's transitional. I'm not, I'm not, you know, starting tomorrow. It's a slow moving process for me. And, and that's okay too, because success is not a destination. It is a journey of achievements. One achievement at a time contributes to your success story. So, what can you what can you do in your business in your life how can you reimagine your vision do you have a calling inside of you that is telling you that something needs to shift and change but you just haven't had the energy or the bravery the courage to do it yet hey write it down 
see where it leads you. That's the end of today's episode. That is the final episode of Business Arts and All That Jazz. Next week, we'll be back right here, right here with a new name, Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'll see you there. Stay tuned. I can't wait to see you next week on my 100th episode. Let's go. Bye. Thanks for listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I'm your host, Josephine Lancuba, and I hope to see you live in person Friday, the 8th of September in Sydney, Australia for the Studio Innovation Conference. It's happening soon, so don't miss out. Head to the show notes for the link or head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash conference and let's innovate, grow and come up with fresh ideas together in person this September. See you there.